0: Hey, everybody, let's go ahead and kick this thing off. So you've got John Lincoln on the line. Hi, everyone. I'm CEO here at Ignite Visibility and incredibly excited to talk about what I feel is an underutilized practice in digital marketing today, and that is email marketing. Nowadays, people are looking at what they think is the newest and the sexiest thing, and they're forgetting about some of the tried and true methods that have built the backbone of very, very successful companies um, over the last couple decades. And one of those things is email marketing. It is such an important practice for so many different aspects of the organization. And that's what we wanna go over today. So we're gonna go over all the latest and greatest elements for email marketing in 2018. Before we jump into that, I want you to think about a couple things. First, have you segmented your lists? How many segments do you have for your list? Are you actively defining goals for each segment that you have within inside of your email list? Are you running split tests on things like your subject lines, your images, your calls to action? Have you done segmentation in your email list by age, gender, where the email was captured, that person's individual location? Are you using automated email sequences, right? Have you split test your sequences by new and old customers? If this is somebody who's brand new to your business, they might want a certain type of, of automation that's completely different to somebody who's been with the business for a while. How often are you sending promotional emails? Are you burning those people out? Or are you not even sending them enough? Are you actively using your list? How are you building your list? Are you getting tens to hundreds of sub- subscribers on a daily basis? What's the opportunity look like there? Are you setting up abandoned cart emails? Are you using new customer and client onboarding processes? So those are the type of things we're going to answer today. How do you approach email? How do you make it effective for you across all the different aspects of the organization? So I'm John Lincoln, I'm the CEO here, and I've been doing email marketing since about 2007 on a daily basis. And we've also got Dustin Bailey on the line as well, who I'm going to be introducing in a second. But first, what we're going over today, I'm going to talk a little bit about Ignite Visibility just for a moment to give you kind of a little bit of background. But Dustin's going to go over a couple other things. Dustin, what
1: are you going to be covering exactly? We are gonna be talking about email performance and how it looks side by side your other important marketing channels. We're gonna touch on the history of email marketing. We're gonna look at key email success factors and we're gonna look at some advanced opt-in tactics to help you grow your list faster. We're gonna talk about some very important automated campaign series that you can reach out and engage people when they're in those key decision periods. We're gonna talk about full list campaigns.
2: We're gonna talk about the importance of mobile and we're gonna talk about testing. Excellent. So first we're going to go over just a
0: little bit about the company. That's me on the left hand side, Ignite Visibility. We've been around going on six years now. We're one of the fastest growing companies in the nation. Number 698 on the Inc 5000. And uh, we offer a variety of different digital marketing services to grow your business. Our business was 100% built on one thing. And that's to drive more traffic, revenue and leads for businesses. That is our core competency. Um, I've been an instructor at UC San Diego for near a decade now. Alan Bush is uh, one of our directors here, and he's teaching that class a bit more uh, because I've been busy with Ignite, but uh, something that I still like to do when I can and I've been in the industry for over 12 years and have worked on hundreds and hundreds of internet marketing campaigns. And those are a couple of the other um, owners and important partners here at the company, uh, Chris Coffrin and, and Aether Westman as well, um, who also are very important people here. and uh, so we're up to about 160 clients we have about 50 employees here at ignite and these are the things they do on a daily basis we try to define the exact customer goal and then build out a custom solution for them using the most innovative marketing mediums out there today so search engine optimization content marketing social media marketing email marketing um, paid search paid social shopping campaigns we have access to all the different ways to advertise digitally in we build out custom programs through something called our forecaster method, which allows us to forecast um, the amount of traffic the click-through rates, the specific conversion rates, and then tie that into your specific business model. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, but just with the email marketing channel, which is a little bit different than many of the other ones because of how it's often a micro conversion that then plays a role with other more macro conversions, which is something we'll discuss a bit. couple other things you might want to know and I I believe our last slide on us but we have been named the number one SEO company in the nation Um, we are one of the fastest growing companies um, inside of San Diego we're a Google certified premium partner we work closely with Google spend near 30 million a year um, as far as how much um, ad spend we manage with them and we've been named
2: consistently as one of the top digital marketing agencies in the nation We so at are this ready point, to get into it. <clears throat> I'd like
0: to go ahead and introduce Dustin. So Dustin, if you could scroll to the next page. So about a year ago, um, you know, we we have we have been doing email marketing here at Ignite for a pretty long time, actually since since the company um began. But about a year ago, we got involved with Dustin, and Dustin came to be our head of email marketing. And I have been, never been more impressed with um with somebody starting at an apartment, um, client success. And um, just overall understanding the overall digital marketing landscape and then executing in a specific channel. So who you're looking at now is Dustin Bailey. And Dustin is now going to be walking us through some of the most important things for email marketing this year. I'll be chiming in a little bit, but Dustin, you can go ahead and take us away. And if you like, tell us just a little bit about your background.
1: You bet. Um, today I am helping clients achieve their full potential through email marketing, but I've been in the industry over 18 years. I managed marketing for a company you may have heard of, Sherry's Berries, a part of the Liberty Interactive family, where I grew that business from less than 10 million a year to over 100 million a year. I tell you email was a key part of that journey. And uh, I've worked at a number of different other e-commerce brands. And I did spend five years at a large search engine as a Fortune 500 strategy manager. So, um, you know, across different channels, I have a really good uh, understanding of what drives conversion. And that brings us to email. You know, a lot of people only experience email as a recipient and not as a marketer but there are some really powerful performance indicators for email. If you like data-driven marketing, email is right up your alley. But remember too, email is an emotional medium of communication. This is really good, especially when you deliver excellent messages with value that helps people. So, I mean, behind it in the industry, there's some great stats for email. Um, I always like to highlight personalized emails deliver significantly higher transactions let's take a look at two at the history of email marketing you know mail in general it's a genuinely ancient medium that goes back to the the history of writing but electronic messages, you know, they're more, they're they're pretty old as well. You know, the first electronic messages started getting sent in the 1960s. In 1978, the first mass email was sent to 400 people and generated over 13 million dollars in sales. Many people's reaction to that email was very emotional, but no doubt it was very effective. With the rise of mobile devices, email has done very well. Click to call has created an incredible new conversion mechanism that offsets some of the disadvantages of a smaller screen. In 2017, eConsultancy rated email marketing as the number one channel for ROI
2: satisfaction in a survey of marketers. And let's take a look at that survey. Um, you know, it
1: asks marketers to rate, where are you getting the greatest ROI? And you can see here that email had the highest percentage of excellent and good satisfaction compared to side-by-side to other well-known and popular channels. And I think to really understand what's going on here is to see email, you know, not in a divided silo with these other channels, but to see that email is a catalyst for cross channel acquisition and retention. You know, a lot of the true cost of email is already sunk. You have a site, you have visitors, you're already paying for that community. But email can turn a site visit into a lifelong relationship. Opt-out rate is very low, and very often you will see subscribers lasting uh, a very long time and one of the things that i think
0: that's important when i look at this slide is one how effective email marketing is but in addition to that how it's a micro conversion across every single one of these channels so these are your main channels that you're going to look at for any digital marketing strategy email seo content marketing paid search social media offline affiliate mobile and display advertising every single one of those channels should have a micro conversion set up specifically for email and then utilizing those emails to do free marketing through each of those channels and that to me is the really exciting stuff that we're going to talk about a bit later but even with that being the case email at the top being incredibly effective for longevity and for roi for marketers
1: right um you know let's take a look at you know an indicator of mature email program and here's one of the main points that i'd like to make today to help business owners and managers understand the potential of their email program and that is that mature email programs provide 25 percent of revenue i've found this to be true and in e-commerce service leads across the industry Now, you could go into Google Analytics and find your channel contribution and see and understand the vitality of your program and see how you compare to that 25 percent. During the rest of this webinar, I'm going to show you what these mature email programs look like because we're here to
0: help you. And just a quick note on that, Dustin, if I can. So if you go into your Google Analytics um, and you look at the channel report that Dustin just had there and you do not have traffic, conversion rates, and leads coming in specifically through email marketing that are sub- substantial and that are in somewhere within the um, you know 10% range and up of revenue and or leads for your business, you know you have an issue and you know you have an untapped channel for driving sales for the business and for me specifically one of the things i do on a daily basis every single day i look at the day um, i look at yesterday versus the same day last week the amount of traffic the conversion rates and the amount of leads that are generated for a specific channel source and then i'm always looking to grow that always looking to scale that What you can see here is how important email is for the overarching landscape within digital marketing. And and for me, for somebody who evaluates hundreds and hundreds of businesses, almost, I would say a good 70% of the time, this channel is much lower than it should be just because people haven't put in the time to focus on it. And it's also one of the least expensive channels to drive um these type of traffic numbers. So that that's one thing I I just wanted to touch on to make everybody uh understand um the, the context there.
2: Thank
1: you. Here are five things that you should do to take full advantage of your email potential. If you want to take the money on the table in front of you, do these things. Have an advanced email opt-in cycle. Um, Personalize your responding email campaigns. Deploy full list campaigns every month, every month. Be mobile
2: responsive and test and learn to uncover hidden subscriber preferences. And let's delve into those,
1: Uh, an advanced opt-in tactic. You know, the one-size-fits-all for email opt-in is over. Too many sites have the same opt-in at the bottom of the page, out of sight of most people. There are new, more stimulating and rewarding ways to engage visitors through page overlays. Exit-triggered page overlays that add value for users are getting incredible opt-in rates, and they're turning visits into lifelong relationships. You can grow your list faster. Literally, you can turn 100% of people who are exiting your site anyway into an over 5% email opt-in, and you can add value for the reason that they came to your site, by transitioning into email.
0: And you know, we recently had a client um, who came to us. They weren't using pop ups. They were hesitant about it. We turned them on within literally the first month. They went from capturing zero to over 4,000 email addresses in that first month. I'll give you some numbers for Ignite for ourselves. We capture between 20 and upwards to 50 or 60 email addresses a day by using these overlays. And people think, well, you know, they're evasive. We shouldn't be doing it. That's not really the case. You're helping the customer, right? You're, you're getting them to subscribe to something and then you're building value for them. And many of the people who are on the webinar today, you're probably a part of our email list. You opted into our email list. You're getting the Thursday updates that we're sending out that are thought leadership. You know, that list is consistently growing. So you've learned more about the business and gotten new education as a result of that. So the pop-ups i just want to reiterate are so so important and not just turning on one pop-up for the entire site segmenting the traffic on the website so looking at the different segments on the site what is this content about on your site what is this content about on, on this portion of your site and so on and so forth and creating specific email captures by content type one tool that we love to do this with for our clients is sumo and you've probably heard of it but there's quite a few other ones out there as well but this is a huge opportunity if you don't have a pop-up strategy for email captures as well as conversion rate optimization um, you really really should be looking at it because it helps the user it captures emails and allows people to get into into this type of funnel and it's really going to help the
2: business overall Good stuff. Talking about
1: automated series. Now these are, you know, different tranches of campaigns that get triggered when people take particular actions. Like, you know, they first sign up to your list. Um, At this point, I wanted to interject some points made by Katerina Fake, who is the founder of Flickr and an early investor in Etsy and Kickstarter. She says, You are the framer of the constitution in the world that you are building. You are the Abraham in the series of Begets. What you're creating is a civilization. You are the framer, the giver of laws, the establisher of norms. And the way you lead your first generation of users will
2: shape how they lead the next generation and the next. Automated
1: messages are your opportunity to make this impression on your visitors, on your customers. Each of these series could be three to 15 emails each that nurture over key decision periods. I I urge you to personalize them and infuse the ethos of your brand into them and you will experience incredible longevity. And these are prospect series, preference identification series, where you send a survey and get some information back to them. We're gonna talk more about the band in action series, transactional series that lower the stress of uh, conversion points, uh, customer onboarding and lapse customer re-engagement. I mean, these are the telltale signs of a mature automated email program.
0: And just to add to that, you know, anytime I talk to somebody who hasn't done automation before about automation, they just look at me like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) <laughs> and I think you know there's a lot of hesitation around it. I, something's running that I don't have control over, but what I will tell you from working with hundreds of marketers and websites is that as you get more sophisticated, you start breaking down the barriers here. You start getting more comfortable. You start seeing the true value. I was working on a site the other day that had over 30 different automation sequences based off of different touch points across the entire website segmented by new users, old users, different types of funnels, and it was amazing to see that because each of the automated sequences had been set up for that specific person, let me give you an example. If you have a, a blog post that's on, you know, how to start a business, right? And you, you have an email capture there. That person comes in through the email capture. They get automation specifically on how to start a business. They get the 10, 20 blog posts that you've written on that. That's going to drive every single person who comes there and does an email capture back to your site through a series of emails that's going to turn into more and more traffic. It's going to happen while you sleep. And that's the beauty of the internet is setting up systems like that, that really help people and get people's mind shares and doing it based off of the specific content segments on your website. So automation is something that brings a ton of value to businesses when new customers sign up. Um, and then even earlier in the process. So highly recommend that you start with at least one type of automation and then build from there. And if you can bring personalization to that automation, Um, you're going to have even a better impact.
1: Indeed. Let's look at one of those most powerful automated emails. Um, And that's your abandoned cart email, the mighty abandoned cart. Uh, This one for ProFlowers was created at Liberty Inactive when I was there managing Sherry's. What I loved about that company was, you know, they didn't copy their competitors. They studied every aspect of visitor and customer interaction through testing and discovered many secrets of e-commerce engagement. They went from zero in revenue to over 800 million. What a ride. Here's an example of, of a robust campaign that's been proven through testing, the strong call to action here there's a good incentive, a click to call is there um I you know if you're wondering where to get started with your automated emails, this is a great place in the abandoned card
0: really great example there, Dustin, and I want every business owner on this call to imagine this. Somebody comes in, they fill out your form, and then they leave, and they don't give you the full information, but you capture their email address, Maybe they stop at the first step. What if after that? They got a series of automated emails to remind them of that specific product and service over the course of a couple months so that you didn't have to do that. You're going to have 10 to 20 percent, maybe even 30 percent of those people come back and want to use your product or service. And it's going to remind them of it. It's the same concept with remarketing through paid media, right? You know we cookie you and then we serve you ads, and these type of things should be integrated with the business, right It should also be remarketing through paid media and then in addition, email marketing. Um, so this abandoned cart is one of the best strategies if you don't have it set up, if you don't have a good sequence, and if you aren't analyzing the click-through rate on each of the steps inside of the abandoned cart sequence, meaning, you know, you've got the first email, the second, the third at different durations, and then you're seeing how customers respond to that. You've got a great opportunity to set up something it will, that will probably only take a couple hours to set up, and then it's going to really help the business long term.
1: Indeed. Here's another powerful automated email, uncovering the net promoter score. NPS is a frontline indicator of the health of your business. It shows you a percentage of your promoters versus detractors. At Cherry's, we have an NPS over 70, putting us in the class of Costco and Trader Joe's. NPS shows you customer-quantified sentiment about what matters most to them. Uh, Many businesses prioritize their development initiative based off NPS feedback in a way that can bloom into more positive promotion.
0: Yeah, great, great point, Dustin. And and incredibly important to be surveying customers um, on a very, very frequent basis. And then, you know, Dustin and I have chatted about this a lot, right? Finding the best ones, those people who are giving you these really positive reviews, they say they would recommend you, finding ways to engage with them more to grow their business and to grow your business with them, right? Segmenting your data and utilizing it. And if you have somebody who's given you a low promoter, promoter score, jumping in, fixing that right away, and and, and practicing amazing customer service and trying to delight the customer, but having the data that's actionable for that. So this specific metric is incredibly important and something that we continue to work on and refine for our own business and can be very, very helpful. If you don't do anything else for email marketing, just using the survey aspect
1: is very, very powerful. Indeed. Now let's talk about full list deployments. In 2018, brands are sending an average of seven full list email campaigns per month. Now this number varies a little bit by industry. E-commerce sends more, um, and of course seasonality comes into play too, where brands send more emails over periods of high engagement. I think it's interesting to note here that brands have reduced their cadence year over year by one email per month. But what that's done is yielded a higher open and click rate that in the end drives 25% more click.
0: And I just love this slide because to me, this is the business model, right? These are the numbers that you need to be looking at and thinking about when it comes to email marketing and, and the industry has changed a little bit. You know, now you're going to see a lot more, well, the people who are doing it well, thought leadership, Um, type of emails in the b2b space you're going to see less images you're going to see more direct text and and people do that for a reason it's because in many cases they they have better metrics you know you look at that unique open rate um, you know that's that's okay but you know if you're doing things like personalization you're segmenting your lists you've got better titles, you know, you can take that 18% industry standard and you could get that more to a 40 or a 50% in some cases based off of how good your segmentation is. So each of these numbers are what you wanna have as, as a benchmark and then improve from there. And if you can really get the volume up and continue to grow the list, that whole model works full cycle, right? You're growing the list, you're increasing the sends, you're increasing the open rate, you're increasing the click-through rate, you're you're increasing the conversion rate, and then you're tying that all back into ROI. So that's kind of the power of the business model that I just wanted to flush out there. And Dustin does an amazing job going through that um, with clients.
1: Thank you. In 2018, we live in a mobile-first internet and you know despite some really high mobile numbers you know just 39 percent of businesses are using mobile responsive email templates now is time the time to switch to mobile um it's an incredible opportunity i mean i think you know a lot of people are putting it off and you know the costs on just desktops keep going up And people who have adopted mobile, I mean, there's a huge segment of visitors and customers waiting to engage with you.
0: And on this point, you know, things just like um, a simple one-liner and a quick call to action, you know, when you see things like you get an email, you know, check your credit score um, and a quick call to action, or or this has changed, or an alert that's that's automatically tied to something that changes in your database, right? These type of triggers being done correctly in a mobile-ready framework are going to be really important. And one other thing that's important to note here is, AMP is something that's coming to email as well, right? Accelerated mobile pages, you now have the ability to do that inside of email, and there's specific functionality that's coming to it also. So there's some innovation happening there. What I would say for right now, you don't need to migrate everything over in that direction, but in the next couple of years, that could happen. For now, being mobile ready is the way to go.
1: So great recommendation there, Dustin. Let's take a case study here from a client of ours who's you know, just had some fantastic engagement growth year-over-year. Year. You know, they've adopted the mobile-friendly designs. They've expanded their opt-in list. Their, their email campaigns are segmented, and they're testing to uncover preferences. Um, great client here in the life insurance space. And cheers to our partnership with HubSpot in working with them.
0: Yeah, you know, with any legacy site, and I'm not saying this is necessarily the case here, um, but with any type of um, business where they're just sitting on emails, they're not utilizing them, they haven't put in the time to segment it, um, there's a huge opportunity there. And by coming in and reviving it, you're gonna get similar results to what we've seen here.
1: Right. Um, Let's talk about testing, our final point. you know, testing can make such an incredible difference, and I'm going to give you some guides to how to do it well. And, and here's some examples of the rewards from testing. You know, by testing different offers, we've shown for a client that we can grow revenue 38%. By testing the from name in the email, we've been able to increase traffic over 95%. And by testing different email templates, we had an incredible impact on orders. Um, These are hidden subscriber
2: preferences that you're not gonna uncover unless you test. Here's some engagement factors to be top of mind
1: of when you're looking at what to test. You can test different subject lines from name, send times, which day is better. I mentioned offer, product pricing, shipping. You know, a lot of these items, I mean, email is just a laboratory for uncovering these types of things. And once you determine something with statistical significance, very often you can roll it out to another channel and apply these learnings.
0: Major, major differences here. So. Think about this from a segmentation perspective. Say you've got a male audience and then you've got a female audience testing things between these different audiences, first determining what each one of these audiences wants, right? And then their propensities and the things that they they like, and then doing split testing between them, different types of images, short, easy calls to action. Those are the things that give you the the large gains. So by by working on these things, you're going to significantly increase your click-through rates and your conversion rates. So these are the things that you need to be working on on a consistent basis and set up a formula where every single email that you're sending out has some type of test associated with it so that you're learning from it.
1: Indeed. One more slide on testing. You know, email is the ultimate preference laboratory. You know, if most businesses stopped copying each other and instead tested unique ways to improve their visitor and customer relationships. I think the economy would explode if all businesses did this. I think we could create over a trillion dollars in revenue. You know, digital marketers have access to significant sample populations that many scientists just dream of. Um, You know, and here's some quick points for testing. Um, Split test in equal segment sizes. I prefer single factor differences so you can really know what drives the difference. And use a statistical
2: significance calculator to find out if your results are gonna be repeatable. So let's round up the points that we've been talking
1: about. Do these five things in email. Try an advanced email opt-in with an overlay. You know, people, you can turn people leaving your site into emails where you can have a lifelong relationship. Have personalized automation series that speak to people specifically with personalization as they go through their customer journey. Send full list campaigns to your entire list. Be mobile responsive and test to uncover hidden preferences. If you need help with these things, we're here to help you.
0: I love that. And I you know, I think for me, you know, it's it, you really got to get into a room and you got to map it all out, right? Look at the entire website as a whole. Where are you attracting the most traffic? Segment all of that and then create a specific email strategy around it what's your opt-in strategy what's your automation strategy what's your bulk send strategy and by doing all those things together you're you're going to start driving traffic in your sleep you're going to start getting thought leadership in your sleep and you're going to get significantly more sales but it's a matter of thinking about the website as a whole and then in addition to that integrating it with your other initiatives okay so we're capturing 100 email addresses you know a week based off of this content marketing initiative. That's great. What if we wrote 20 other blog posts on that? What if we increased our paid search um, advertising by another couple thousand dollars a month in that area? How many more emails could we acquire? And then how does that play a role inside of the business model? And then we are doing that, testing it and putting in the time on a regular basis, just like Dustin is is, is, is so good at. Um, so So thinking about these things and mapping them out and actually sitting down and doing it is going to make a, a major major impact indeed
2: well thank we you, you for quite a few webinar uh, customers com, com, uh,
0: questions coming in as well so um dustin after you do this we'll, we'll make sure to go into q a seen a lot of questions coming in everybody's still on um, by the way so make sure to drop any questions you have in now but um dustin you can go ahead and walk us through um, some of your last points
1: it's been our pleasure to share this information with you. You know, if you'd like more information, read our blog article, sign up for our newsletter. If you haven't already, here's my email address. You can reach out to me personally. And if you'd like a custom proposal, we would be happy to provide it for you. Oh, All no, right, thanks. I hear there's some questions
0: yeah we appreciate that yeah and so if um if anybody's uh, interested the blog the email newsletter you can email dustin if you have any questions um that's what we're here for the first question that we have i think is a really good one so preferences between male females age demographics in regards to email marketing what are you seeing there dustin anything in particular or ways that you approach um, uh, that type of segmentation
1: You know, from the testing I've done, um, you know, on gender, uh, I think oftentimes image selection can yield higher click-through rates. Um, And, you know, the, the same thing for age, too, having, you know, messaging that people can relate to that's evocative, um, you know, I think that's one thing that can, you know, drive higher results. I mean, it's one thing to great, break everything into these different groups, but the, the important thing is delivering something of value that yields a higher response and rewards your efforts for, for doing that. And so, you know, having custom messaging and images that can make the difference and make that effort worthwhile.
0: I'm really going to agree with you on that one. I I think the images, you know, thinking about your brand standards and how that relates specifically to an individual demographic um, is going to be really, really important there. Um, so the next question I think is is also an interesting one. So, how effective is this for B2B marketing is the question. I think a lot of people use email marketing for B2C. When I when I look at a lot of our e-commerce clients, I, I really don't see many of them not doing email marketing on the B2C e-commerce side. But on the B2B side, how effective is it? Well, first I'm gonna start off and say that most of the reason that we have hundreds of people on this webinar right now is through our email marketing. Us at Ignite, you know, we get at least a couple clients. A month through our own email marketing initiative. I think there's some different ways to do it. It might be more of a thought leadership play. Um, It might be a way that you're capturing email addresses from specific people who are interested and then uploading that to Facebook, you know, so that you can target them through Facebook Um, or you're, you're just, you know, collecting data and using that data to to target them through additional ads or through different types of automation sequences that are going to nurture them to come back into your funnel if you have a longer lead process. So for me it's important. Dustin, do you agree with that um, on the B2B side? And is there anything maybe I didn't add?
1: No, I I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And you know, like for direct to consumer B2B, you know, you have valuable visitors on your site email can turn them into lifelong relationships maybe they're not ready to convert today but a good email series can nurture that conversion and you know there's some really cool selling tools in email um you know interactive video in email is coming um, you know, things where you can invite a phone call or register for a webinar right inside of a video, that's coming. And I think that's a particular uh, benefit for B2B clients.
0: Well said. Next question, which is another really, really good one, is can you give me an example of a marketplace that does excellent e- email marketing? You know, I think we're always trying to say who's doing it well, how can we go in there and replicate it? I have a couple that I can speak to. Dustin, any of that kind of jump out at you as people who are doing email marketing well um, that you wanted to to tout? Um, You know,
1: Brands that I think are doing it really well, I mean, REI comes to mind, Patagonia, you know, one place that I like to go if I'm looking for a particularly curated, great example of an email, I love going to looking on Pinterest. I mean, if you want to see some studying results, I mean, those are some places to go find them
0: that's great a couple people that i've worked with who who have done really well um newegg.com is a huge um e-commerce site um you know hundreds of millions of visitors they they do a great job with their email marketing newegg.com i would definitely recommend them um also tony robbins uh they do a, a really good job with their segmentation there their email captures the whole very very sophisticated stuff um Uh, I've seen some good work from uh, another uh, person, Gazelle EcoATM, they also do a good job. So those are three examples uh, that are also good. Um, Another question that we had that came in here, um, will the webinar participants have access to the slides? Um, The recording will be emailed to you after, so that's the way that you can go ahead and grab that information. Um, what's the most important thing for me to do and when should I expect results? That's always a fun question. So what's the what's the fastest thing you can do to get results? Dustin, if, if you were sitting there and somebody asked you that question, what, what would be your answer to that?
1: You know, I, th- I think the first thing is to start growing your email opt-in list. You know, some people think, oh, I should go out and buy a list. No. <laughs> Cold contact email is just a difficult, different landscape, and the value comes from taking people who you have a relationship with and nurturing it into an opt-in that's going to last for such a long time. And, you know, what's the next thing behind that is start sending regular campaigns. You know, I mean, send those monthly campaigns. Um, it, It builds the relationship.
2: And... Yeah, we do
0: a lot of inbound marketing here. That's kind of, you know, we're looking for people who we want to show up at the right time within their customer journey. They've already, you know, kind of started going down this path to some degree or and or getting close. But, you know, there's a lot of outbound email uh, solutions out there too. Many are very spammy. You probably hate getting those e- emails that come in your inbox. This isn't just in an email, this is through social media too, right? There's competition in every single inbox now. There's competition in Facebook Messenger. There's competition um, really across the board inside of LinkedIn. You know, I personally get, you know, maybe 20 or 30 messages a day, right? Just cold stuff. Now, I will say that that does work to some degree for some people who have set it up correctly and they're not. Not targeting people that are getting inundated from from all these other um, people. So that's something that is is on the scene right now. People buy email lists. They'll send out a five sequence. Um, you know, segment and, you know, they'll, they'll spam, you know, 100 people and they get one person to respond and it becomes a volume game. Um, pretty dangerous territory there. Not always the best way to approach things, um, but it certainly is being done, but, but not a service that we offer here. Next question that we had is, how many emails should you have before thinking about segmenting them and creating custom messages? That's actually a great question. Dustin, um, what
1: would you say to that one? Um, you know, ultimately, I mean, I I can speak from past examples where, you know, we had list sizes in the millions, but we segmented down to groups of 30,000, um, you know, a group and, you know, I think response rates, you know, probably varies that a little bit. I mean, if you have a really high response rate, you could probably go down to an even smaller segment list. But, you know you really want to justify your efforts but uh you know when you create these different segments i mean like an easy one is segment your prospects versus your customers and send to them differently i mean that's an immediate way to get value um you're you're going to want to speak to people differently if they haven't bought from you versus if they have
0: yeah i um I think you got a segment from day one. You know, when you start, you know, start right, start building these segments correctly. You know, if you've got 10 customers, you're going to email them something completely different than, you know, the 2,000 email addresses that you captured from some random person coming to a blog post and opting in, right? So my, my advice would be start your database management early, get organized early on, think about your lists and then grow from there because it's very hard to do retroactively. Sure, it's possible. Sure, we do a lot of that here and there's other you know services that can make it easier but um, I I would start segmenting from day one and and trying to be as organized as possible Um, so another one that came up is um, specific okay so any specific tips for email marketing to uh, promote events and event signups well Uh, That's one that we can certainly speak to because we kind of just did that for this, but on a larger scale and a different event outside of a webinar. Um, Dustin, do you want to start with this one? Anything around events um, that you kind of feel is important, like the sequencing and the timing?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the first one top of mind is focus on how this event helps people. You know, people will cherish receiving that information when they are, you know, you are helping people um you know the timing beforehand have a you know a good pre series um reach out to people you know you can divide your segments um you know people who haven't opened maybe the last mail you may try and reach out to them again and remind them um and and timing is so important for these event series
0: yeah, I think that's really well said. The most important thing for me is, you know, keeping it interesting, getting people excited, asking people to invite their friends, you know, the day of sending multiple, multiple emails, you know, and, and just making sure that people are aware of it. Um, so that's another important thing. And then last question we had here, and I think the last one that we'll take today, uh, actually we have a couple more coming in here, but a couple. Um, Let's go ahead and end on this one because I think we're going long and we've go- been going about 50 minutes. If you have any additional questions, email Dustin, bug him. He's got plenty of time. No, actually he's pretty busy, but feel free to email Dustin and uh, he'll be I'll happy to, to help to help you out there. Um, but the last question we had is um, um, pop-up management. You know, how do you really go about doing that? Should you be doing it yourself? Should you be hiring a company? What company do you hire? So, um, i thought okay i have probably spent hundreds of hours in a pop-up management tool i find it fascinating to be able to launch a different type of pop-up in a different um way and then get a better rate if you do not find that fascinating you probably should not be doing it if you're really busy with other aspects of the business that's not your core competency definitely not the best thing to do what i will tell you you'll get way better results from a segmented pop-up approach than you will from a blanket pop-up across the entire site too. so much so that you could increase your, your leads generated by 30, 40%. So I would highly recommend you invest in email marketing, and in particular, the acquisition side, because you always wanna have that new life coming in. Um, everything that we talked about here today, we do here at Ignite Visibility. So these are all custom services that we offer. Um, so feel free to reach out to us and we would be happy to help you with pop-ups. We'd be happy to help you with automation and all of those good things. Or if you just have a couple questions, you know, we're here just to chat with you about that too and just provide value. So that's it for the webinar today. Um, I want to thank everybody for coming on. You know, a couple hundred people signing up. You know, a lot of people um, showing up and being a part of this great, fun event. We hope you learned something. And uh, Dustin, anything else you wanted to add before we close out?
1: Thank you, everybody, for joining us. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks, everybody. We appreciate
2: it. And good luck with your email marketing. Follow the Ignite blog, and we'll have more stuff uh, coming in the future. Have a great day.